This audio recording is produced by Food Addicts in Recovery Anonymous, also known as FA. FA is a program based on the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. It is free and open to anyone who wants to stop eating addictively. The following is one FA member's story of recovery. The opinions expressed here are those of the individual member and do not represent FA as a whole. If you are new or uncertain about FA, we encourage you to listen to several stories to gain an understanding of what the program offers. For information on the FA program, please visit our website, foodaddicts.org. Hello, welcome to this virtual qualification. I'm a food addict from Maryland, and I'll share my story of recovery from food addiction. After a moment of silence, I'll open with a serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. I'm, I'm really glad to be here and really glad to have an opportunity to share my story. I have been in this program for a long time. I came to um, the program when I was 22 years old and that was in July of 1993. So it's been however long, 27 years. And when I came here, um, I was 280 pounds. So I was about 145 pounds more than I weigh now. And um, I, I had a little bit of a hard time buying the concept of food addiction. I thought of addiction as drug addiction. I guess I knew something about alcoholism, but I just really thought I liked to eat. Um, even when I came here, I, I'm always sort of amazed by people who find the program when they Google the term food addiction or something, because that is not something that I would have done. Um, I knew that I was overweight. I had been overweight my whole life, but I did not know that I was a food addict until I came to this program and listened for a while. Now I'm really clear about that. Um, and I'll tell you more about that, but that's not something that I identified with immediately. Um, I came here because I was really, really tired of being obese and I was afraid. I was afraid of what was coming next because at the time there was only one retail clothing shop that I could shop in and I was in the biggest size. So I wasn't sure what was gonna happen um, you know, when I grew out of that size. And I was starting to have medical problems despite the fact I was only 22 years old. I had um, heart palpitations. My knees were achy. I had high blood pressure. I was starting to have high blood pressure and I had high cholesterol. I didn't know that some other symptoms that I was having had something to do with my food addiction because I also had panic attacks. Um, I had insomnia. I didn't know that those things were connected, but I'll back up a little bit and tell you a little bit about my history with food addiction. Um, 
I'm the oldest of three girls. I have a you know, nuclear family of five. I grew up in a suburb of Massachusetts. I come from a Jewish family. All but one of my nuclear family are in this program. So food addiction runs in the family. I also learned since coming into recovery that other forms of addiction also run in my family um, as you go sort of further up my family tree. But I didn't really know what addiction looked like until I learned about it in this program. I got my knowledge of addiction from after school specials. <laughs> and I watched a lot of those because I spent a lot of time eating when I was in elementary school watching after school specials. That was my favorite. Um, and so I had sort of a stereotype of what addiction looked like. But in this program, I learned that my great grandfather was a gambler. Um, I think my grandfather was an alcoholic and prescribed himself medications that he was addicted to. Um, so there's some addiction in my family, but in my nuclear family, my, my family life was all about food. And I was, uh, I was obese, I think by the time I was in third grade. All I remember is that I know I weighed 105 pounds in third grade because, uh, we used to have, um, gym class, a day in gym class where they, the, the gym teacher would have a, like a medical scale in the front of the room and everybody would line up, um, you know, with their legs crossed on the floor and one by one, he would weigh all the kids and call out their weight. And I remember that the other kids were 59 pounds, 69 pounds, you know, in that range in third grade, and I was 105. I remember being one of a couple of kids that weighed under over 100. There was one kid in particular um, that I remember, but the rest of the kids were less than 100. Um, so I think that's obese in third grade. But I just, for me, I think what I've come to understand through what I've learned from other people in this program and what I've learned about myself, I think I was a food addict from a really young age. I don't remember a time when my weight was not a problem. And I don't remember a time when food was not a problem. I did not know that food was a problem until I had come to this program for a few weeks and heard people sharing about it. I thought my weight was a problem. And I thought that I had to go on diets because in order to lose weight, you eat less. But I did not have any awareness that I ate any more than anybody else. That's not everyone's story in this program, but that's mine. I just had a lot of denial around that. And I didn't try to do a whole lot of controlling of what I ate. Um, my parents were really obsessive dieters. They were on diets off and on my entire life. And they tell us stories about how when they first met, they bonded in dating over diets and going on excursions for special foods. And, um, you know, my parents are definitely both food addicts. So in my family growing up, a lot of the conversation at the dinner table was about food. A lot of the conversation generally was about food. And um, so that's how my family entertained. That's how we celebrated. You know, I have a lot of memories around holidays, birthdays, 
um, cultural, you know, experiences all around food. One of the reasons I know that I am a food addict is because I remember a lot of those things very, very clearly. I'm 50 years old and I can still remember in elementary school some of the things I ate that punctuated certain occasions or people. Um, the family's house that I went to the to to walk to the bus stop with neighbors. I remember what I ate for breakfast at their house. I'd eat a second breakfast at their house. I mean, the thing that I loved most in life was food. Um, and sugar and flour in particular. Um, I also, we say in this program that we have a disease of fear, doubt, and insecurity. And that was something that I had from a very young age also. And one of the things that I found so helpful about this program when I came in and I heard people talking about their experience is um, they talked about that. I was uh, diagnosed with an anxiety. Um, I was diagnosed with separation anxiety as a child. I had an incredible amount of fear when my parents left me anywhere. They couldn't leave me with a babysitter. I would chase them out of the um, preschool, like in school, when they dropped me off, like I just had a lot of anxiety whenever my parents left me. Um, and so I was taken to therapists really early on in my life because of those problems. And I was taken to um, diet clubs really early on in my life because of my weight problem. But nobody ever made any connection between the two until I came into this program. Um, there was like, I had my physical problem, my weight problem, my food problem. Other people told me they thought I had a food problem. I didn't think I had a food problem, but that was on the one hand. And then my emotional problems were on the other hand. Um, and so those two things were dealt with very separately. And then they had nothing to do with each other. Um, but I felt from a very young age, like I didn't fit in, like I was a problem. I was a problem in my family because I couldn't sleep and I was afraid of everything. And, um, you know, I was, I was, had social problems. I was just, I just felt like sort of a misfit. And um, a big part of me thought that it was just because of my weight. You know, if I was a normal size and I could fit in with the other kids, I'd be popular and I'd be able to keep up in gym class and I'd be able to wear the fashionable clothes and I wouldn't have these problems. I think a part of me thought that and then another part of me thought, what is wrong with me that I can't sleep and I'm afraid of so many things. But there was never anything that really made sense of it all until I came into FA. And um, I sort of feel like when I came into FA, I found my people because it was the first time that I heard people sharing about all the things that I had experienced, you know, not just being overweight, um, but also that feeling of just being really different. And I felt really different in a lot of ways. And although I blamed it on my weight, um, when I stopped eating the way that I was eating and lost the weight, this program helped me to see that I really had 
a life problem that needed to be addressed. And the 12 steps really help with that. Um, so I did though try quite a few commercial diet programs at a really young age. I think that because that was my parents, um, you know, what my parents were looking for for a solution or the way that they lost, lost weight over and over again. That's the only thing they knew to do with me when I had a weight problem from a really young age. So um, I tried, but I just felt, found diet so discouraging. Um, I remember like losing a very small amount of weight and then I gain it back twofold and lose a very small amount of weight again. And the only time I lost any significant amount of weight was right before middle school. And again, like as soon as I could fit into the clothes that I wanted to fit into and started eating again, I gained the weight and gained more. I consistently gained weight until I became 280 pounds when I found this program at 22 years old. Um, I think the most amount of weight I ever lost was 20 pounds. That was right before middle school. And I still wore a size junior, size 13. So it wasn't like I was, you know, an appropriate size or, you know, I was still, a little bit overweight, but I could fit into normal clothes and I felt better about myself. Um, so that just sort of continued. I think one of the things that I really didn't like about diet clubs is that um, they were very focused on food. And in my family, there was just a real focus on food. It's like my parents talked about food a lot. So when I went to the diet programs and we'd have meetings where everyone would be talking about food choices and recipes, I just, I didn't want to have anything to do with it. I really didn't like it. I really did not like it. Um, I also, you know, had trouble in school to some extent. I was one of those kids that sort of floated under the radar. I wasn't like a big behavioral problem. I wasn't failing everything. So I sort of wasn't enough of an issue to attract a lot of attention, but I wasn't thriving at all. Um, so my parents sent me to private school. I also as a teenager started picking up other things. I think one of the things I learned about addiction in this program is addictions, addictions, addiction. I think my quote unquote drug of choice was food, but I was always looking for a way to avoid reality. Reality was very painful for me. I'm a hypersensitive person. I'm just a very sensitive person. I have a sensitive nervous system. I'm sensitive. <laughs> I always have been. Um, and so even regular life and certainly any kind of problem was like too much for me to bear. So I turned to food primarily, but as an adolescent, I also started to turn to cigarettes. I started smoking and I smoked. When I came to this program, I was smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. I also quit smoking um, with the help of this program. I um, drank and tried, you know, marijuana, but those things, um, they did things for my friends that they didn't seem to do for me. Food was the thing <laughs> that gave me the relief that I was seeking. I sort of wished that it was other things because in my mind, I thought, um, you know, being overweight and having a problem with food was not cool. 
but having a problem with alcohol and drugs was better. So I sort of, um, in my twisted thinking, thought that that would be a preferable addiction. But um, so I sort of tried consciously to, to be like my friends who were addicted to other things, but that never really became my primary problem. The cigarettes were definitely a problem by the time I came into the program because I was smoking a cigarette, pack of cigarettes a day. I, I liked cigarettes a lot. Um, they made me really sick, but I liked cigarettes a lot. The other thing that was a big problem for me was relationships from a very early age. I think it started with how much insecurity I had. Um, and I sought out relationships with, you know, boys and then young men who were not um, healthy themselves, who were not really interested in me. I became sort of somebody who obsessively chased people who were, did not treat me well or who were not interested or not available or whatever. And that went on also up until I came into this program and actually well into my recovery and learning about dating and appropriate relationships, et cetera. So um, I don't know, the eating continued. I continued to choose people in my life who are also addicted to things who would eat with me. That was a, that was a big criteria for people in my life. If they would eat with me or take me places to eat. Um, so um, because of the family that I grew up in, I was sort of shuttled off to college. It wasn't an option to not continue my education and my family. So my parents sent me to a small private school for a couple of years after I was not, was sort of falling through the cracks. As I mentioned in high school, I became more and more and more overweight. I became more and more sort of like withdrawn from responsibility, rebellious to an extent, but I just, I liked to sort of be part of the action of other people's problems and avoiding my own, really. I think that sort of sums it up. I really, really liked to help people. I wanted to help other people. And I um, had a lot of friends who were in um, trouble in different ways. Um, and I think I used that to sort of divert away from how I felt about myself, um, my increasing problem with my weight. Um, and I really couldn't help anybody because I was not healthy myself. Um, <clears throat> but I, you know, I went to this little tiny private school and I ended up going to college. Um, I didn't want to go away from home because I had, you know, a local quote unquote boyfriend. I had my friends. I was, I, fear I've learned was a big part of what held me back in my life. I made almost every decision in my life based on fear. Um, and I ate to avoid reality. I really ate to avoid reality. It gave me sort of like a numb very comfortable feeling. It made me sleep a lot. Um, it made me sort of like forget. Um, it, 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 it really was like drugs or alcohol for an alcoholic or a drug addict for me. 
I also got physically sick a lot. Like it really affected my immune system, my weight and my um, <clears throat> smoking and the way that I was eating. So I got really sick, like upper respiratory infections and viruses and all kinds of infections really often and very pretty severely when I got sick. Um, that's a big part of my story too, that I just like missed out on a lot because I was sick a lot. Um, and because of my weight and my health, it would take me a long time to recover and then I'd get sick again. And um, so I was sort of, I felt like I was sort of a mess when I came into this program. I was um, living with someone and was not a good relationship. I was in college. I was, I'm sort of somebody who, if it came easy to me, like it was one of my talents, I'd do really well. Like I'm a good writer. So, you know, writing classes, I would get an A and then things that are harder for me, I would fail. So it was sort of like a middle of the road kind of student. Um, and I was, when I came into this program, I was having regular panic attacks. I was living in a basement apartment in college off campus with a boyfriend who was not healthy himself and it was not a healthy relationship. Um, I had a lot of anxiety. I was smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. Um, I was drinking intermittently, like with friends, I would drink, but drinking really just made me sort of tired and anesthetized. Um, and um, I would lose things when I drank. So I just sort of got like out. I didn't like being out of control. Food allowed me to like maintain control. So um, what happened was I was majoring in social work and I was working in an outpatient um, pro day program for women who all day went to 12-step programs for drugs, alcohol. And um, one person there that worked there knew about a 12-step program for food. That's what I, how I first heard about a 12-step program for food. Um, then one of my parents found the program, my father found the program and shared a little bit about it with me. There was a book at the time of stories that I read about food addiction and I really started to identify. It took me about two years after I heard about this program to actually go to a meeting and join because I knew that um, abstinence meant no sugar or flour. And I thought there was no point in life if you couldn't eat sugar or flour. So I stayed away, um, but I got desperate enough. So at one point I got desperate enough. I was so afraid um, that I was so obese and that my life just sort of seemed to be going nowhere. I was um, afraid and anxious a lot of the time. That manifested itself in feeling angry most of the time. I didn't realize that it was fear and anxiety until I um, learned more about recovery and addiction. I was angry. I was hungry and angry and tired of being fat most of the time. So I eventually came to a meeting and got a sponsor. And again, like I said earlier, it was the first place where I felt like people got me. They were not talking about portion sizes or what foods to choose or recipes. They gave me a very clear food plan to follow. My sponsor did answer questions about food and I could talk to people about the food, but it was about recovery from addiction. And that really rang true for me. 
that I needed a recovery program from, for addiction. And that, um, so that was the beginning. And uh, so I got a sponsor. That sponsor helped me to learn to stop eating addictively first. And then I started to become clear about the problems that I had coping with life. And that's what my recovery journey has been, is learning a different way to cope with life than turning to food and cigarettes and inappropriate relationships and other things to just avoid life. And as a result, my life has gotten so much better. I learned to date appropriately in this program. You know, a number of years later, I met my husband. Um, I've been married to a pretty healthy person for 17 years now. After about five years of being abstinent from addictive eating, I went back to school in a field that I was interested in in the eighth grade, but dismissed completely. In fact, forgot that I was interested in it until I got into recovery because that wasn't for me. Like I wasn't the kind of person that would have that kind of career. Um, I mean, I immediately dismissed it in eighth grade, despite the fact that I was like, it was the only class I was ever really interested in. And so a lot has changed. I've been about 133 pounds for 26 years. I don't know. It took me about a year and a half to lose all the weight. And um, I, you know, have gone from somebody who was 280 pounds, didn't know myself, um, was really unhealthy in every area, relationships, the ability to cope with difficulties, to the inability to make decisions, healthy decisions, or even thought out reasoned decisions in my life to somebody who, um, you know, my life is not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. I've been through difficulties in this program. I've made bad decisions. Um, I've made good decisions, but I have not eaten addictively for 27 years. And my life is a pretty healthy one today. I take care of my medical needs. I didn't do that before this program. Um, I learned how to have healthy relationships. I had two children. Um, they're now 15 and 13. So I went through two pregnancies with just gaining the appropriate amount of weight, losing the appropriate amount of weight. That is a miracle. I have clothing today that I've had for 15 years. I get rid of my clothing when it falls apart or it's no longer in style. Um, sometimes I don't get rid of it when it's no longer in style, but I don't blow out of my clothes. I used to, my clothes used to, I'd gain weight. And so I'd grow out of my clothes as, you know, a fully grown person because it didn't fit me anymore. So I'm very grateful for this program and I stay because it gives me a way of life, a way of coping with life because I really couldn't cope with life. And now there's a lot more life to cope with at 50 years old, but, and a family and a career and all that stuff. But I still need this program because left to my own devices, I want to turn to something to relieve because I'm still that very sensitive person. I still am that very sensitive person. I'm better than I used to be. I'm healthier than I used to be, but uh, I still need this program. And it really helps me to live. It really helps me to live a healthy and successful life one day at a time. So thank you. Thanks for listening.
Thank you for listening to this audio recording. To hear additional recordings or to learn more about Food Addicts and Recovery Anonymous, you can visit our website, foodaddicts.org.